Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to kick off this episode with a very interesting BuzzFeed article, part of which offended us on a deeply personal level. Basically, there is an app called the Hater app, and it's a dating app. And basically, it uh, has to do with the swiping, but instead of like seeing profiles that you like or don't like, it instead presents you with like things or social scenarios, and you swipe up, down, left, right based on if you like it, love it, don't like it, or hate it. And so the people who run this app have gathered all this data and have concluded what they hate the most in each state. So we're going to go over a couple of these. You'll you'll get to our ultimate outrage. We'll build to that. <laughs> Savor that. Yeah. Build to that. So starting with California, because that's where we're from. California hates fidget spinners, which I have yet to like actually hold one. <laughs> I held one in line at CVS because oh. they have... A, they just had, they had some there. Fidget we, spinners. We saw them left and right at VidCon. Do you oh remember? Oh my gosh, yeah. I, the there, was, there was one panel where I just heard a little like spinning. The whir. Uh, the whir of the spinning behind me. And I was like, I wanted to turn around and be like, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> was <laughs> it a ma'am or was it like it was a, a little? <gasps> no, no, I mean, no it, was, it was a young woman. Yeah. Uh, and it's complicated when kids get a hold of these things because then they have to ban them in elementary school. That's, yeah, that's that's always like, that always happens with a new generation of like, hey, with Pokemon cards or with Pogs and I'm, things like I'm that. I'm trying to think of what was banned when I was in, ele- when, like we were in elementary school. I remember... It was Pokemon cards for me. Pokemon cards, Heelys, those, the shoes with the wheels yeah, in them. Yeah, those got banned. Those were like a safety hazard though. Yeah. But what was it? Remember those like wristbands that were stretchy and they were in the shape of things? It, and people... The animal yeah. things? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those were banned for a while. Why? <laughs> well, they were distracting. Kids oh, would like okay. trade them and yeah, look at them, and um, just any joy you had was any banned. Any joy, <laughs> joy was banned. Happiness. Couple of random ones. Texas hates sleeping with the window open. What kind of monster? It's hot in Texas. Yeah. What do they have against sleeping with the window so open? They just run their AC all night. Who are they? Mm-mm. Colorado hates in sync. You know, Justin has his own career, so he's fine. I know. But the rest of them. Yeah. No know. hope. No hope. <laughs> New Jersey hates jellyfish. Do they encounter a lot of jellyfish? Maybe. I, I don't I, I don't know East Coast waters. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure they have them, but I, I wouldn't like say it's the number one thing I loathe, the thing they you know. Fear. Not everyone lives by the shore. Louisiana hates being the designated driver. <laughs> <laughs> they all just want to be drunk all the time. All the time. So. New York hates Times Square. That's funny. That's funny, and I actually get it, having been to Times Square many times. But the number one thing that outrages us, it's a hit from Michigan, who hates Pride and Prejudice. An entire state, I mean, not all of them, but an entire (laughs) state just hates the book Pride and Prejudice. The young, whatever, 18 to 34-year-olds who are on dating apps based on what they hate... Yeah. Don't like Pride and Prejudice in Michigan. And I find it, I feel personally attacked is basically what's going on. Well, I've never been to Michigan. And after reading this, I don't, uh, there's nothing there for me. There's certainly not people who enjoy Pride and Prejudice. So I'll just steer clear of there. I'll, where will I go? Um, I'll go to Arizona where they hate sand. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I would go to Nebraska where they hate 
friendly reminder emails because they're never friendly reminders they are passive aggressive aggressive yes (laughs) reminders so we'll post that the link to that buzzfeed article if you want to hear about what your state hates collectively yeah According to young people on dating apps. Exactly. <laughs> it's not even proper data. I'm sure if they surveyed the entire population, we would get hopefully deeper answers <laughs> instead of people who are against... Fidget spinners. And <laughs> gluten-free, you know? Yeah. Well, speaking of Pride and Prejudice, let's jump into the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Except for you, Michigan. You can stop listening Michigan, right now. I don't know if we have any listeners. <laughs> if you're from oh, Michigan yeah. and you're if a listener, you're from Michigan. let us know that you're like rising above everyone because I was deeply hurt. So everyone you but know, Michigan, the, pay the attention. adversity you are facing in Michigan uh-huh. in listening to this podcast, uh-huh. we can't imagine. Can't. We salute you. You are clearly <laughs> up against a lot. Yeah. So let's get started then with episode 63 Unexpected Returns, written by Bernie Sue, after a long absence from who Lizzie thought was a really great friend, Caroline Lee decides to just stop by Collins and Collins because she has missed Lizzie. The return of Caroline in like a cocktail dress. (laughs) Yes, just wearing evening wear during the daytime. Who is she? And just like... She's Caroline Lee, exactly. Yolanda. Good lord. She knows she's going to be on camera. She knows she has to look great. <laughs> I don't even think she needs cameras. She just needs... An to, audience. Yes. That's that, that's a good way of putting it. Yes. An audience, you know. She knows what she's about. She knows her thing. There was a funny Modern Family episode where Gloria is wearing like this great dress and she's like, no, I can't be here when new people come in because I have to enter. So they're amazed. <laughs> So, like, Jay turns and he's like, where did Gloria go? And, like, Cam walks in and then they, they're like, oh, where's Gloria? And she walks in and they're like, oh, my gosh, the dress. <laughs> That's how Caroline is, I that think. That is fantastic. Yeah. We should, we'll find that clip and we'll post yeah. it on our media because Gloria is, like, the best part of that yeah. show. <laughs> I love how Caroline, she, she's at her peak passive aggressiveness. She's yeah. like, hi, Caroline. Hi, Lizzie. You look well. Skinny. What? I don't know what to make of that. And then she's, and then Lizzie's like, "Screw you! How how have you seen my sister? Or have you seen my sister?" Yeah. And she's like, "She looks less well." Does that mean she looks less skinny? I, I, yeah, it's such a weird compliment and a weird follow up. That's what she values. So mm-hmm. that's like she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna use this compliment," and I don't know what she. Well, I don't know what her angle is. Well, I. <laughs> Definitely we're in the dark just like Lizzie is because Lizzie's yeah. like, oh, hey, definitely uh, you haven't lost my phone number or yeah. my email or you my address or my... clearly know where I am right now. Yeah, so why are you here? Why are you... It's like those people on The Bachelor who like left and they're like, no, give me a second chance, please. I'm like going to do it right this time. And it's just lies upon more lies. And definitely Lizzie is suspicious of her. Because yeah. she's like, hey, because the only thing Lizzie wants to talk about with Caroline is what's up with my sister? Why did you guys leave town so abruptly? Yeah. And Caroline is trying to get through that conversation as quickly as possible to get to what she's really there for. Um, but yeah, Caroline just keeps going on and on about how busy she is. I'm sorry about all that. Things just got so busy in Los Angeles. <laughs> I don't think we know what Caroline does. She's like, just she, beautiful for a living. <laughs> I guess so. 
There's a funny video that we've we've both watched yeah. called uh, "Stupid Idiots." It's a new. It's a web series that's going to be a TV show, hopefully. <laughs> and they have this funny line of like they don't know what their jobs are. Mm-hmm. So like, are we consultants? Aren't most people consultants? <laughs> so I think that's what Caroline is. She's just a consultant for who or what? Who knows? You know, and I don't think she knows either. I actually can imagine her being some kind of beauty or li- like she's like a life coach, kind of like Emma. I know we're not there yet, but. I can picture her doing something like that because even though she's really passive aggressive and really intense, she's got good taste and she loves taking control of things. That was the interesting thing about that crossover was that between Caroline and Emma, they are on paper similar, Mm -hmm. but just the way they approach everything and their personalities Mm -hmm. is completely different, obviously. But yeah, she must be some kind of like life coach or stylist or just someone who is condescending all the time. And you're like, I guess she's helping. (laughs) I guess in our age of social media, we don't really question what she does. She just kind of lives her life and claims to be busy and she just kind of shows up. And she's just perfect looking. Maybe she's an Instagram model. Yeah. I mean, the move to Los Angeles is what she says why she's been so busy because I'm sure decorating has taken up like a hundred percent of her time because like yeah. they've had to redecorate like ten times based on her taste. Mm-hmm. LA is one of those places where you're either legitimately busy or you don't have anything going on and you yeah, just lie yeah. and you say you're busy because you're like, oh, I have to meet someone for brunch like every day. Yeah. It's such a burden. So much coffee. <laughs> ah, so much avocado toast. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't see avocado toast as one of the things that one of the states oh, hate. Yeah. I feel like that's a very polarizing food. Well, it's young people, so we all love yeah, avocado it's, it's toast. Bougie, it's bougie young people food. <laughs> yeah. So, But we get uh, some lies because Caroline is just like, tell me about you. I want to hear about you. Which is a very uncharacteristic move for Caroline. Caroline loves making it about Caroline. Yeah. And so all she wants to do is pry Lizzie for information and she's like, haven't you been watching my videos? And pff, oh no, I'm like so busy. I don't have Again, the four minutes to watch you. So busy to keep up with your videos. But we know that's a lie because I feel like the people who historically start watching the videos do not stop. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why at this point we can assume that Darcy is still watching these videos. I wanted to bring that up because it's very interesting. Originally, her audience was just anyone yeah and so we kind of didn't know who we were talking to we like knew collins watched we knew charlotte watched because she edited them you know lydia and sometimes jane but now it's anyone watching and darcy like we almost have a brand new audience just directed at darcy Mm -hmm. and the fans are just there to enjoy that new perspective yeah which is probably why, I mean, Caroline always tries to be nice on camera. This is actually some really exciting couple of episodes because we get into interrogation mode. We get, there's some digging. There is some dirt that comes up and gets shifted. Yeah, well, kind of with that, Lizzie brings up Bing mm-hmm. as far as like, what has he been up to? How is he doing? Why would he do that to my sister? Trying to get answers out of Caroline because she has that, weird weird line that i was like who says that uh caroline says who is destined to save many lives he's quite popular in la right now especially with the ladies you know you have to know that jane is heartbroken and you're talking to her sister about this what a weird thing to say my hypothesis is 
she doesn't care oh, how yeah, yeah. other people feel. No, of course not. She doesn't care at all. But it's like this manipulative game that she's playing in trying to, what, bring bring her down? Just like try to lessen Lizzie's worth right in front of her. Mm-hmm. And really trying to assert her dominance over the Bennett family. And saying like, we are better than you. We are so much busier. We have better things to do. Bing has already moved on. Mm-hmm. So like, why are you still there? Yeah, and it's yeah, it's weird having her try and push the Bennets down and say uh, Bing would rather date anyone else than your sister. But I still want to hear about you and yeah. your life, and we're so close, and it's all fake. Yeah, lies upon lies. It's just, she's trying to like single out Lizzie as like you're the good one. The rest of your family sucks, but you're the good one. It's very interesting that she, Caroline, has the same, pretty much the same thing to say as Darcy did when he first yeah. confessed his love. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They say the same thing. Like, no, 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 you're fine. You have issues, but you're fine. It's like your whole family's insane, and we kind of don't want to be seen with them. End of story. You're the normal one. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the party comes up about Bing's birthday party. What happened where? The night of Bing's birthday, something happened that night. Well, a lot of things happened that night. No, I mean, one day you're in town and the next day you're gone, like you're fleeing from the plague. Oh, Lizzie, stop being so dramatic. Jane's indiscretion or whatever that she yeah. said. And we still don't know what happened at the party. Yep. Like, I don't know if we ever find out, but it's just sort of an un- unsaid, untold thing that something happened at that party involving Jane. It's kind of funny because I, I remember learning the answer in the Lizzie Bennet Diaries book. Oh, okay. That's not like as canon as the videos because they came first. Yeah. But do you think that's something the writers forgot about? Was she seen in a closet with a man? And like, <gasps> well, and they're like, oh, we were literally looking for cleaning supplies. It's fine. Ah. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure like if my memory serves correctly from the book, basically the indiscretion was like a drunk guy tried to kiss Jane. And, like, she wasn't having it, but, like, it was probably one of those, you know, in romantic comedies where, like, it's like, oh, all my hopes are pinning on seeing this person from across the room right now. And, like, she's kissing someone else and your little tender heart is broken and you're like, I hate med school. Yeah. That's a different story. (laughs) It looks a certain way that that's doesn't, it's not actually happening. Mm -hmm. Okay. But Caroline is still trying to get it out of Lizzie. She's like, let's do costume theater. And then she throws her... The Darcy Newsy hat. And what are they going to costume theater? There's nothing really to reenact. Well, yeah, nothing that's not already on camera. Yeah. So I, I guess she's like wanting to hear, what's up with your life? Throws her the Newsy hat. We're going to reenact your conversation with Darcy. <laughs> I think that was Lizzie's ultimate hint because I'm sure she's oh, yeah, just yeah. sitting there the whole time like, why are you here? And you're not even giving me real answers about Bing. Yeah. And you're being really rude. Now you're throwing me the Darcy cap. Oh, she has been watching. There's just still some unanswered questions that she feels like she can get her claws into. You've been watching my videos and now you want to know what's in Darcy's letter. No, I don't. I believe an appropriate response would have been, what letter? I kind of hope to imagine that Caroline, like every other fan, was refreshing the YouTube page at 9 a.m. for the mm-hmm. for the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. Mm-hmm. So, because she eagerly wanted to also find out what was next and when Darcy appeared, what was in the letter. Because she's rich, she was able to fly out there <laughs> and yep. try to find out in person. I mean, you gotta admire Caroline for her ability to stick to her guns. I mean, yeah. she's very determined 
and she really does care about her family. Like, we'll get into that in the next episode some more. Yeah. But uh, she definitely has this plan for herself. And mm-hmm. uh, the Bennets are throwing a wrench in it. And mm-hmm. so Lizzie's the only one she can really talk to to rectify any wrongs that she feels have happened against her we know it was fake (laughs) we know it already caroline this is a good segue into episode 64 c versus c written by rachel kiley Oh my gosh, this was a really intense episode because I feel like up to this point, we've suspected that Caroline isn't really genuine and that she's kind of got ulterior motives for making friends with Lizzie. But yeah. here it is confirmed, the walls come down, but she still sticks to her guns. Like, you know, I Caroline is horrible and very self-centered and doesn't care about destroying other people's lives. She knows how to get things done. (laughs) Yeah, so Caroline comes back in and she's like, hi, Lizzie, you know, trying to still put up that front that they're really great friends. Caroline makes these declarative statements so that Lizzie will want to refute them. I care about you, and this is bound to be a difficult time in your life. Being so far away from your family, a sudden declaration of love from a man whom you feel no affection towards. Am I supposed to respond to that? Not at all. And that pause says everything to us and Lizzie. Uh I think Caroline was probably really sad when she saw. So, okay, let's back up. We've been talking a lot about Lizzie and Darcy in the Darcy love confession scene. Sure. And we're like, how do they feel? But we kind of know. But Caroline is watching this. I'm sure she's devastated to have her worst fears confirmed that another man that's close to her that she had her eye on is interested in a Bennett sister. Is in love with a is Bennett. Is in, like, not even like, do you want to go out sometime? Like, no, I've been secretly in love with you for months and I followed you to Collins and Collins. That is such as like a sinking feeling for someone who is so confident Mm -hmm. in her feelings Mm -hmm. or at least in what a great match they would be together. He was part of the plan. Yeah. Caroline's a planner. And for that to just be all taken away from her and not not because it was like, oh, Lizzie deceived him or Lizzie did something. It was like, no, this was of Darcy's own his own motivations or his own feelings developing for her right and then which is even scarier to defer yeah. for caroline well and i bet she's like geez i wish i'd freaking shown him the videos yeah. but the scarier thing is lizzie throws herself under that bus and tells him about the videos he watches them and doesn't return to scream in her face and say how dare you you're a liar i hate you you're a terrible terrible person yeah he returns with a handwritten letter and i'm sure that sent caroline's heart rate because holy crap what if it's another love letter saying yeah i mean we know what it says and she knows what it says and mm-hmm. she basically says i can't tell you because it involves people i've never met right. obviously that's not caroline but she's like what if i'm in there what if bing's in there what if, like who like it's just a big fat question mark to her yeah and uh she doesn't hold back once once ugh, the charlotte there's like bad cop worse cop i want <laughs> charlotte to interrogate all the people who do me wrong because yeah. she got answers out of caroline yeah so charlotte comes into the rescue you know a phone call go leave lizzie uh, i need a <laughs> your talk mom's to- on the phone and uh, uh, yeah. she called me and not yourself <laughs> i love that she blocks caroline and she's like no no let's sit yeah let's talk for a little while <laughs> yeah like you would talk to me we haven't talked in a while and she's like what's your name again probably <laughs> yeah. and she's such a great friend she has all the right like 
It is straight up an interrogation. I don't know. They were like oh, yeah. in the well-lit offices of Collins and Collins. I'm like, no, you should be in a dark windowless room with a one-way mirror. That's how this goes. <laughs> exactly. And she offers her. She's like, do you want something to drink? She's like, that would be great. Knocks it off the yeah. table. <laughs> she even, Charlotte even says, I have nothing to hide. Good. Then let's play. Because this is a game. It's a game of gourds. You win or you gourd. Exactly. <laughs> Caroline has always been this way in talking directly to the camera and not really talking to the person next to her but in these episodes it's especially true she's really not talking to lizzie she's and especially during this interrogation Mm -hmm. she is like really defending herself to the camera Mm -hmm. but also i think she's defending herself to darcy who she knows is watching right so it's like yeah she's like directly talking to darcy of like no I always do what's best for my brother. Eye contact with the camera lens. <laughs> well, and the thing is, I don't think she's lying about that. I think she's totally no, no, telling no. the truth. Of course, of course. But, like, she just really wants to make her points known. Like, she's, like, trying to... She can tell, like, she's trying to be to- uh, torn down on camera. Mm-hmm. And she wants to, like, really make sure that the audience understands, like, no, I'm genuine right now. I need you all yeah. to believe me. <laughs> she is the bad girl on The Bachelor who's like, I didn't come here to make friends. Yeah. And no, so everyone's like, she's not here for the right reason. Anyway, I have a life. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, one of the things, uh, I mean, basically, Charlotte calls her out on saying, you know, y- you love being on the camera. Do you love being on Lizzie's videos because you're afraid she's going to talk badly about, speak badly of you? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, no one wants to be mocked, but no, like she's compelling. I just wanted to help. Since you weren't around, yeah. why didn't she just slap her in the face? It would be less painless. <laughs> I think, yeah. Sorry, less painful. I I like that Charlotte just like went past that. She's like, no, we're we're already past that. That's not an issue between Lizzie and I. So we're just going to move on. And since Caroline was watching the videos from the beginning and because like Lizzie did have some negative comments about Caroline from the start, she did come into the videos on purpose in order to like, let's change that narrative. Let's Mm -hmm. focus in the hate on Darcy. Let's hate Darcy together. Yay. Yay. Oh. <laughs> Darcy. What what else did he say? Yeah. Tell him what he tell them what he did to you. You yeah, know? And really manipulating her to like take a, a tiny situation that really sh- it wasn't a big deal and making it a huge deal, getting Lizzie like really riled up and angry about it. And mm-hmm. that's what she's trying to do again in these videos, but Lizzie has a different perspective now on Darcy. Mm-hmm. She doesn't view him with that same hatred she once had. She mm-hmm. understands him a bit more. So Carolyn trying to come in and do, play that same game just isn't working. And Charlotte also sees past it. Yeah, no, definitely. But uh, although I, I will say they do a good job of making the issue about Bing and Jane, which yeah. is the biggest beef that Lizzie has with her because they just up and left. And it's especially hurtful because Caroline is allegedly the only one who knew about these videos where... Jane came on many times and admitted how much she cares about him and she can't believe how happy she is. And so Caroline knew it and basically Lizzie is upset that Caroline didn't defend Jane to Bing. Anything for the preservation of my family. And what about my family? You basically admitted to having driven away your brother from my sister. I admitted to no such thing. Rewatch the videos, you'll see. But speaking of family, Let's talk about yours for a second, Lizzie Bennett. The fact is, Jane was taking power away from Caroline, and so she was like a bug that had to be squashed. And so she's like, yeah, I think straight up, I think your sister makes bad career choices. She's a gold digger. I don't approve of the rest of your family. So yeah, I split them up. So what are you going to do about it? (laughs) Yeah, Caroline has stopped holding back. Yep. And she just unleashes 
everything that she really feels about the Bennets. And, you know, talking about in the same way, really kind of almost word for word, yeah. saying the exact same thing Darcy said. Lydia's too, like, doesn't shut up, and her mother yeah. is crazy. And I guess you could say it's only different because of the fact that Darcy was never hiding that, <laughs> hiding that <laughs> hatred. And, but Carolyn has put up this front that they've all believed for yeah. so long. And suddenly it's like, whoa, okay, you haven't liked this from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it was kind of a shocker because she has sort of acted like a friend to the Bennets. Yeah. And now she's saying, just kidding, I was... You, I was only being nice because being like your sister. And... But she completely bashes Jane too. Yeah, she's like a, she's a gold she's digger. Like, Jane's not going anywhere. She's a gold digger. Like, where did that come from? Where in any interaction that she's ever had with Jane did she get that idea? She's a millennial. Didn't we all take a <laughs> vow of poverty when exactly. we took our liberal arts degrees? Yeah, not Caroline. Not... So that's what she doesn't yeah. understand. Well, Caroline's just rich, you know. Exactly. I don't even think she has a job. She has no like to stand on. She doesn't have to work hard for anything. Yeah. Well, she has, she has to work hard for her social status, but she doesn't have to work for the things that she has, the material things that she has. And again, it's back to like the fact that she's always seen her and Darcy as the right match, that they would combine empires and, you know, go on <laughs> and live together. So that she's in her mid-20s and that dream is suddenly leaving, like being shattered before her eyes. And she's like, what's what am i gonna do now everything i've ever planned has been leading up to this yep and it's not gonna happen i know the bennett's are really throwing a wrench in caroline's plans yeah intense ever since that move yeah to netherfield (laughs) well uh hopefully he like moves to la and i'm sure she's like he'll start dating an instagram model soon enough one who likes puppies or something yeah exactly (laughs) um so let's get into the comments jumping to the comment section now where we read original youtube comments from when the episodes first aired Skittles001 says, I know this sounds odd, particularly with all the Caroline drama, but why is there a jumper on the back of the door? A jumper? Oh, a like s- a sweater? sweater yeah. That's right. <laughs> there was. There was a red sweater there on the was, back of the I door. Mean, I think they tried to mix up the office to make it look like <laughs> no. a different day, because I'm sure they shot all that on the same day. Yeah. And they were like, oh, it's probably, uh, it got chilly and then it got warm. And yeah. there's that, your answer. It also threw me off. Skittles001. <laughs> Victorio Mantic says, This made me cringe to watch so much. Caroline's simpering attitude and constant fake smiles just made me wince every time. Nothing bad about Jessica, of course. Great acting. Just, ugh. Caroline is exactly the sort of person I cannot stand. The venom in Ashley's voice toward the end was fantastic. It was a very poisonous episode. There were claws coming out. Yeah, and it was great acting by Jessica. Yeah, by everyone. Yeah. Good job, everyone. Especially, actually, shout out to Julia Cho if she even listens to these episodes because she was a great bad cop. Yes. Lauren Morley says, I love that they brought Caroline back. It's like watching the queen bee lose control of her kingdom. Ooh, you could be the king, but watch the queen conquer. That's a Nicki Minaj verse. I was like, what is that? Yeah, That's, okay. Yep, yeah, yeah, I can't sing the rest of it because it's very inappropriate, but I like that line. Uh, Anna Cum says, not to be that person, but I'm missing what part of the book this ties to. I mean, it was good and well acted, but 
does it tie into the well, book at all? I mean, I feel like uh, episode 63 and 64 go together. Yeah. yeah Let's yeah. go to the comments in episode 64. I pulled, someone posted a quote from chapter 45 oh, of okay, Pride and Prejudice. Great. So comments from episode 64. Love Peace Natty, who we've seen comment before and posting excerpts from the actual text. So this is how these episodes would tie back into the book. From Pride and Prejudice, chapter 45. In no countenance was attentive curiosity so strongly marked as in Miss Bingley's. In spite of the smiles which overspread her face whenever she spoke to one of its objects, for jealousy had not yet made her desperate, and her attentions to Mr. Darcy were by no means over. Ugh. Isn't that such a rich passage? Listen, jealousy had not yet made her desperate. And I feel like smiles which overspread her face. Yeah, that's Caroline. And her attentions to Mr. Darcy were by no means over. That that paragraph is these episodes. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. You know, like this is the the episode where her jealousy does make her desperate. So desperate she flew to Collins and Collins to catch up with Lizzie and try and pump her for information about the letter, which didn't work. We were particularly fans of these two comments in a row by Relish Jam and Andrea Escobar. Relish Jam said, I really hate Caroline. And Andrea said, I truly like Caroline. (laughs) (laughs) Very split audience on Caroline. I mean, you have to admire her evilness. You know, there are some bad guys in movies that I'm very fond of, and I can see how she would be a popular one. The songwriting cat says, Caroline has some legitimate points. Even if you side with the Bennets, she has a valid narrative. I like that her point of view represents an alternate reading of the situation that's a bit more sordid and scandalous. Makes you think about the story Austin is trying to tell and how she uses and subverts conventional plots, which we talked about. If you look at this from Caroline's perspective, her entire world is falling apart. Mm-hmm. Everything she's ever planned is gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, she's being very defensive about her way of life because this is something she's been building everything towards yeah and like it's one girl is ruining it and wandering dream says wow so surprised that lizzie didn't end up punching caroline toward the end there that was more than intense i mean this is a pretty non-violent show but no violence (laughs) i get it i get it there was a lot of verbal tete-a-tete if you will very intense episodes i'm excited to see what happens next that wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Pemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash The Pemberley or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.